Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Next Level Nutrition Biz podcast. I am really, really excited because today I have Donine, who is my uh, one-on-one business coaching client. She's also a student inside Launch Your Nutrition Biz, and she's a friend. And I'm just really excited to have her on to talk about starting her nutrition business as a stay-at-home mom. So we're going to dig a little bit into um, when and why she went back to nutrition school and decided to open a business, and then how she actually balances like family life with her business. Um, and then we're going to dig a little bit more into her experience with taking Launch Your Nutrition Biz, some of the steps we're taking together in working one-on-one together to get her uh, signature program launched. And then also I'm just going to maybe ask her about some of the programs she loves to use in her business to see kind of what her day-to-day looks like and what she's utilizing. So um, let me tell you a little bit about Donnie. Donine is a stay-at-home mom and plant-based enthusiast turned holistic nutritionist and health coach. After years dealing with low energy and trying to figure out how to deal with her health issues on her own by Googling and trying different diets, she finally found her balance with food through plant-based eating and has never felt better. With her newfound passion for plant-based nutrition and with encouragement from her husband and family, Donine finally took the plunge and enrolled in nutrition school after contemplating it for many years. Now it's her mission to help moms find a balance with food in her 12-week nutrition program for moms, where she helps busy moms ditch dieting, have more energy, and finally feel good in their bodies. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, I, I'm looking forward to this. I, I feel like this has been a long time coming, having you on the podcast, kind of going from, like I mentioned, being a Launcher Nutrition Biz student and having mm-hmm. some success there, then kind of shifting into the one-on-one business coaching and having some success here. Like, I'm just really excited to actually share you with everyone and um, get, yeah. get your name out there. And um, honestly, just get your experience with um, you starting your business as a stay-at-home mom, because mm-hmm. I'm not actually sure if anybody that I've chatted with on the in the podcast has been a stay-at-home mom. There might have been, but you know, the fact that I know this is part of your story is really interesting for us to chat on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to answer your questions and share my story. <laughs> well, why don't you just start then by letting everybody know, like, when did you go back to nutrition school or go to nutrition school? And kind of like, why did you decide to do that to begin with? Yeah, sure. Um, so I went back in, I think it was September of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um And yeah, going back to nutrition school, it was really just something that I've been really thinking about for really since my firstborn was probably a baby. Like every year I would kind of like look into it and then it was like, no, not right now. Like I'm too busy uh, with the girls. I have two daughters. And um, it was in March of 2020 that uh, my family and I went Mm. plant-based. There were a few different things that kind of made us go down that direction but it just really um 
solidified my interest in nutrition and being healthy. And um, yeah, even before that, like I would always get questions like, how do like how do you eat? What do you do for exercise? Because people just wanted to kind of live that life too. So um yeah, my husband and my sister-in-law, they're both just like, you have like such a perfect like scenario to do that right now because you can still be a stay-at-home mom, you can still pick up your kids from school, take them to school, do their field trips, do all the things mm-hmm. and go to school to do something that you really love. So yeah, that's what kind of kicked that off for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And I'm curious too, just because like the timeline of it was like right in the middle of the pandemic, you know, deciding to go back to school and then um, graduating and choosing to start a business. Like, did you have any hesitations around like, I don't know if this is the right time? Like, you know, who am I to start a business like, you know, during a pandemic? Or did you actually feel like, no, this is the perfect time because a lot of people are at home and, you know, maybe you're not out doing all the same activities your family would normally do. Like, did it actually work in your benefit? I think so. Yeah, it just it just felt like the right time. So um, when I first started, I wasn't sure like where I was kind of going to take it. It was just like, I'm just going to do this and see where it goes. Um, So yeah, it it was good timing for me for sure. So then when you graduated, were you like quite certain like, okay, now at this point, like I took that for, you know, personal knowledge and you may, you know, maybe to help like friends and family, but upon graduation where you're like, oh no, actually I do want to do this as a business. And was that kind of the first turning point to take kind of that passion and turn it more into a business? Or did you know that from the beginning? Um, It kind of clicked for me probably about a year ago, like last March, probably. I think that's when I was kind of introduced to to your podcast actually. Mm -hmm. And then just listening um, to all your guests and what they were talking about and then following you on Instagram too. It was like, oh my God, like I can do this by myself. I don't have to go work outside of the home. And yeah, I can run my own business and and do it online. So yeah, that was kind of how that went for me. Yeah, that's great to hear. And I mean, I'm very grateful I could play a role in that. But I I think actually, (laughs) I just sent out an email today to my email list, you know, talking about how it's actually just so nice to hear from other people already taking steps in the industry. I know for me, myself, like, just getting advice from anyone. Like I was such a sponge. I was like, I just like need to hear from what anybody, anybody's experience and are they doing well? Like, how are they doing well? So did you feel like listening to others actually was helpful in that scenario versus kind of gave you maybe like that uh, comparison of like, oh, there's already so many people out there doing this. Like, did it almost do the opposite for you and give you the confidence to get out there? Um, I think at first I did kind of have that feeling like, like, who am I to do this when there's already all these other people out there doing it. But after listening to so many different stories, it's like everyone's story is different. Everyone helps people in a different way. So like, I just have notes and notes and notes from podcasts. And like, at this time, I was still going to school too. Mm -hmm. So like, when my girls were at their extracurricular activities or whatever, I was listening to a podcast to kind of try to get the business going in the back end, just, just a little bit, just to kind of get my mind wrapped around how that would go. Um, but no, I was, um, it it was nice to hear everyone's stories and, um, it kind of gives, gave me confidence that I could do it too. Mm -hmm. So then I'm curious, like what kind of was the turning point 
or like, what was a thought going through your head? You know, you've graduated, you're listening to the podcast, you're kind of getting that momentum. Um, I'm curious, like, did you think, okay, I could just kind of like put my boots to the ground, try this on my own, start going, um, you know, like put my nutrition programs together or like, were you clearly like, no, I need some help because I don't want to try to do this on my own. Like which kind of camp were you in? Oh, I definitely tried to do it on my own first. Okay. (laughs) I don't know how, like I spent a lot of hours, um, trying to do things on my own for sure. Um, I think it was probably, like I said, I was still going to school at this time too. So I think in the summer was when I signed up for launch your nutrition, nutrition biz. Um, and I don't think I did it right away. I think I waited until I was done school. Mm-hmm. So I was enrolled, but not doing the whole thing. And then like, I just, I binged your program. Yeah. Like okay. <laughs> that, that's school was done. I was doing your course instead. And just yeah. like, I went through the whole thing in like a week, I feel like, um, yeah, just trying to soak in as much of that information as I could. So that was, that definitely helped for sure. And, you know, just to kind of give some clarity to people, because like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. you, um, you graduated, you joined Launcher Nutrition Biz, you kind of self-guided yourself through the material. You, um, I, I think I like to call you like one of my star students, like you, you know, implemented <laughs> everything, you did it all. But at what point were you like, okay, I actually need a bit more support. Like, why did you then go on to join like one-on-one business coaching with me? Um, was it like you need more clarity on your niche? Maybe you were a bit stuck somewhere just so people can kind of maybe formulate in their minds, like, the difference between like doing something self-guided versus getting like that direct support from someone. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was doing okay on my own. Like everything was kind of DIY. You know, I did my, figured out my niche. I figured out an I help statement. Mm-hmm. I was doing the social media. I had some blog posts and stuff going. Um, <clears throat> but what made me want to work one-on-one with you was just to kind of have like almost like a business partner, Mm. for a short period of time someone to just kind of say like yes you're on the right track here or you are doing this right or um you know this section is where we need to work on and here's what you can do to improve this so just to have that person to just kind of um what's the word like Um, guidance or like support I guess or yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and just to kind of say like yeah, you're on the right track and you're doing the right things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because, because I was really doubting myself a lot. I like, I don't know how many times I redid my, I help statement, like probably (laughs) at least, at least 20 times. And then when I started working with you, we even redid it again, Mm -hmm. but now it's so much better than when I was doing it before on my own. And I'm curious, um, honestly, like for personal, like, I'm just curious, in my life, like, do you have support with like your friends or family? Like, do you feel like, um, can you kind of like bounce these things off with them? Or did it kind of hit a place where maybe you'd be like chatting with your husband about like all these different ideas for I help statements, but he just like, didn't get it. Um, yeah. Just curious, like kind of how your friends and family play a role in your business as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. I definitely bounce ideas off my husband, but, and and I even said to him though, like, you're not in this, like you're, he's not (laughs) on Instagram every day, seeing what other people are doing. Like he's not doing your launch, your nutrition biz course with me. So, so he doesn't have the knowledge of this, of the business that I do. And even some family members and friends too, I'd be like, what do you think about this? And then they would answer and it's like, that is a good idea, but I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely nice to have the opinion and advice of somebody who has gone through it and and knows what I'm going through as well. Yeah. And I do find like, even when I started my business, almost the same thing where like, I remember my aunt is like quite um, familiar with starting a business and I, you know, asking her questions or asking other family members questions and I get advice, but I'm like, yeah, but that's not for a nutrition business. Like it's almost like a yeah. completely different thing. Sure. There's like structure for growing a business. So yeah. I personally remember just being like, almost like what you said, like, thanks for the advice, but I think I'm going to go this other direction. <laughs> exactly. Which, like for me personally, like finding some peers in the industry were super, super helpful just to have some like friends to that were also growing their nutrition business. Have you been able to find that community or is that something you're still like wanting to grow or maybe not even interested in having? I'm just curious. Um, I've got, there's a few um, girls that I kind of chat back and forth with that went to the same school as me. I did it online. So yeah. I met them through like our online Facebook group, but I definitely think it would help uh, for me to grow that even more, yeah, more, more of a support system that way. Yeah. I mean, I even like to be super transparent, like right now I'm personally not working with a coach. Um, it's like the first time in a couple of years, I've like been doing things on my own, but I have two business girlfriends, Kelsey and Krista, who I speak of often that even this morning I was sending them, um, a Marco Polo, which is like a video, um, voice note kind of thing where I was like, oh, I need your advice on X, Y, Z. And for me personally, like just having some, some community there has been so, so helpful. So, Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so grateful I get to play that role for you right now, but um, definitely make sure to like also keep that in the back of your mind to have those people. Cause I really do think growing a business is done in community and it's so hard for us to continue to persevere through some of those, you know, harder days when we're trying to do it on yeah. our own. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I would love to shift and for a second, talk about, um, you being a stay at home mom and how you balance, uh, maybe even just like a day, if you want to even talk us through what does a day look like, um, kind of balancing being a mom and then being a business owner. Um, yeah, so every day is a little bit different, but I am a super organized person. So I have like you know, I'm running the household while also doing my business. So I have certain laundry days. So on those days, I don't have clients on those days. Um, And just trying not to like, overwhelm myself, because I think that that can happen really easily with everything going on. So basically, um, my kids, they walk to school on their own now, because they're old enough. So they leave at 815. And I'm basically working until they get home at 230 with, you know, some dog walking and lunch break and Mm -hmm. but that's that's my work time and then um basically once they're home sometimes I might get a little bit more done but once they're home I take the nutrition hat off and put the mom hat back on so you're pretty like clear on almost like setting yourself up self up for a work day like a work chunk and how do you even keep yourself motivated during that time 
just personally, I know working from home, I do want to jump up and throw that load of laundry in, or, you know, maybe like sit on the couch for half an hour and turn on a show while I, you know, just like kind of zone out for a little bit. Like, do you find that you can be super like targeted and like sit down and work for, you know, four to six hours or whatever that time frame is? Or do you find that just being at home and having these tasks pulls you away a lot of the time? Um, no, I, I think because I only have that short amount of time that I can do it in and I don't want to do anything later. Like once the kids go to bed or anything like that's my time. So that kind of keeps me motivated just knowing that I only have this chunk and I have to get this, whatever I have done for the down for the day done in that amount of time. So I don't, if my husband's home from work on a day, sometimes that might pull me away, but, um, um, I'm pretty like, motivated and um, just super clear on what I want to get done and the amount of time that I have to do it. So I really try to stick to that. That's great. And I feel like when you have more time, it's easier to waste time versus when you have like strict kind of like, okay, I only have this pocket of time. You're so much more productive. I know that happens to me all the time where if I had like a full day, I might like put things off and, you know, just only get a couple things done. And if you only have an hour, it's like, no, you get, you get shit done in that hour that you have. Yes. So it sounds like you're really yeah. good at just prioritizing like the things that need to happen in the time that you have. Yeah. And I think, um, you had someone come in with laundry nutrition biz. I forget her name. Maybe it's Veronica. Um, well, to and talk she about community. A, yes, yes. It was Veronica yes. from and, networking. And she, yeah. yeah. And she said, which really was like a light bulb for me. Like you can give yourself a week to do something and you'll finish it in that week. Or you can give yourself three hours to do that same thing and you'll finish it in that three hours. And it was like, oh yeah, you just have to just like sit down and do it and just yeah, yeah get it done. Well, and that even brings up that like star student that I like to, <laughs> to give you the little sticker for. Um, because honestly, I am so impressed by your um, ability to get things done. And, you know, even today, for example, you know, you have things waiting in my inbox, like a blog post to review for you and, um, some social content to look at for you. So, um, yeah, just any tips or tricks on like how you actually sit down and like write out a full blog post. Like, do you not sit there and see that cursor blinking and wonder what you should be writing? Or do you find that again, cause you have limited time, you just have to put version one down and just be okay with that. Um, well, yeah, when it comes to blog post writing, I, I enjoy writing though. So it's always kind of come easily to me, but I definitely, um, it depends on the topic. Like you and I have come up with some like specific topics for me to write about. So if I'm not feeling the topic, then it's like, okay, I'll go take the dog for a walk and then come back with a fresh mind and then kind of do out an outline and then maybe put it away for another minute, do something else, then bring it back. Um, Instead of just sitting there. Yeah. Cause that can easily happen. Just sitting, yeah. Watching the cursor blinking and being like, I don't know what to, what to write. Yeah. Um, Oh, it can happen so easily. Well, and I want to go back to you saying, you know, us having content ideas now, cause I think that might spark something in someone's brain being like, Oh, like maybe it's the fact that I don't know what I should be writing about. So I'm sitting there with like no ideas in my head. So you and I have come up, you know, since we got more clear on your niche, you know, helping busy moms. And then what we did was brainstorm some content pillars, you know, what are busy moms actually struggling with. And then I think the next layer was um, just even coming up with like a content idea document where it was like all the different ideas 
um, of like what maybe your audience is struggling with or what they want to learn about. So do you feel like maybe like Donnie now having this very clear plan versus Donnie maybe more like um, self-accountable and coming up with ideas on your own was like almost a different, uh, like it looks different now in your business versus back then when maybe you were self more self-guided? I think so. I think, um, I mean, you just come up with ideas. So you're, you just type <laughs> them all out and it's like, oh my gosh, like for other it's, people, it's maybe helpful. not myself. So <laughs> I'm glad I can be of service. <laughs> but yeah. Um, like before we started working together, I did have like a content calendar and it was like, okay, I'm going to post on these three days. And each week I would kind of do a theme. So I was following that, but it wasn't really, um, probably not topics that would resonate with my niche. So, um, yeah, coming up with a more specific niche and an I help statement and remembering to always kind of go back to that, relate it back to moms, um, has definitely helped. And then having that whole content, um, sheet for sure. So, so what I'll do is like, I'll look at that, um, document that we made and like, sometimes some of them just don't, I'm like, mm, I don't feel like doing that one, but we have so many ideas to go through now that, um, you know, I'm bound to f- find something. Yeah. And then you can really like do anything with, I mean, all of them could be repurposed into like real, a carousel, a post a story. So, um, yeah, learning that has been super beneficial too. Running a nutrition practice can be hard. There is always just so much to do, and I want you to be able to have more time to focus on the parts of your nutrition practice that fuel you, like helping people and spending less time on tedious admin work. That's why I love recommending Practice Better. Practice Better is a complete practice management software for health and wellness professionals who want to scale their practice without the burnout. Practice Better was founded for practitioners by practitioners, and they understand what it takes to build your dream practice. Practice Better helps automate your booking, charting, and invoicing, but it's also way more than that. Creating protocols and treatment plans and tracking your client's progress is easier than ever, so your clients can be engaged in every step of their plan, and you can provide a high level of care without burning out. Practice Better also integrates with your other favorite softwares so that your client data and recommendations sync securely and seamlessly. You can import data and results easily from lab orders, fitness trackers, and even integrate Practice Better with your email and marketing funnels. And with their programs feature, you can have everything you need to build and run an automated group program that can earn you passive income all in one streamlined software. You'll also become a part of a global community of wellness professionals who you can learn and grow with. So if you're a health and wellness professional looking to manage your practice with ease, Practice Better might be a great fit for you. And as an exclusive offer for my listeners, get 20% off your first four months on any paid plan when you use the promo code NEXTLEVEL20 at checkout. It's time to say goodbye to overwhelm and hello to an organized, efficient nutrition practice with Practice Better. And I know you're also trying to, um, I guess, utilize the one piece of content in multiple different ways. So maybe you can talk about that for a second, like how maybe you've created like a carousel for Instagram, or maybe a better example is a reel for Instagram. You know, how are you spreading that to maybe TikTok or maybe pulling some of that content to your newsletter? Oh, yeah. Um, So that's kind of more new. So kind of what I've been doing is taking the blog post and then um, 
kind of piggybacking off of that. So um, I'll take a blog post and then that gets added to my newsletter to let my um, subscribers know that there's a new blog post. And then I'll do a carousel or reel or, or I mean, you can really, you could do both mm-hmm. over a period of time and then posting that on Instagram, putting your stories so that your followers know that there's a blog post too. And then usually the reels um, that I do on Instagram, I, I use CapCut to make them. Okay. And then I'll put it and then I'll put it on Instagram and do all my like captions and everything. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's already saved on my phone. So then I'll just put it into Instagram and or uh TikTok, sorry. And it has a different song and it, mm-hmm. than yeah. it does on Instagram, but then because I know if you save it off TikTok, it has the TikTok um little symbol on it. If you save it off Instagram, it has the so to try to keep it separate. So yeah, it's the same content, but just I'll spread spread through uh, the different mediums. And so just to be clear, like you record it like on your phone using CapCut, like you'd open that app, you'd record it in there, but then you'd like upload it into Instagram or into TikTok um, separately and add the captions separately and everything like that. Yeah, well, I, I record it on my phone and then upload it to CapCut. Okay. And you can do the captions and everything in there, but I just kind of prefer to use Instagrams, what they have for Instagram, and then use TikTok's um, capabilities for TikTok. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's nice just to even hear like the programs that somebody's using to know like how to run things more efficiently. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, let's just shift for a second to also talk about your signature program. Um because I do feel like just as an outsider, you know, watching and supporting you in your business, it seems like all of your content almost has a direction, which is to push people to either like book a discovery call or to learn more about your 12 week nutrition program for moms. Um, So let's just talk about like, what kind of was a business like before? What were you offering before? And what does your signature program uh, look like now? Yeah. um, So before I had um, packages of sessions, like session packages. So I had, uh, four, a package of four sessions and a package of six sessions. Um, I did have a package of two sessions and I took that off cause I, I just felt like, um, clients weren't going to get enough support with that one. So I mixed that one. Um, and it went okay. I have definitely found since you and I have created the, my nutrition program together, that it just gives me more direction, when it comes to, yeah, um, um, letting people know where to find information, exactly how I help them, because I have a whole framework now um, of how I'm going to, like the program that I'm going to bring them through. And then too, even just with content and blog posts and everything, like that program is really like the program and I help stay in a niche is really like the hub and then everything kind of branches off that. So it's definitely been a lot easier to market myself mm. um, with having the program as opposed to the uh, package, the packages. Yeah. Do you feel like it's just easier to promote it? Like it's easier to talk about where before maybe the package of sessions it's harder to like, say like, this is the deliverable, like after these sessions, you will feel X, Y, Z, where with your um, signature program, like you have a very specific, like at the end of this, you will have more energy, you know, um, have a better relationship with your, with food and your body and be able to ditch dieting. Like, does that give you just, I guess, more confidence to talk about it more often? 
Yeah, absolutely. I definitely have more confidence since since having that. And then if people have questions about my program, I know exactly uh, what to say instead of like with the with the packages. I mean, I could be helping them with anything. Like it was just too broad. Mm. Um, so yeah, the kind of like with niching down, having a program, I feel like kind of niches you down as well because you just have like an exact problem that you help with and a way to solve it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know that we just, like it hasn't been that long and I know this podcast is coming out in a couple of weeks. um, So at that point, it might be like a month or two your program's been out, but maybe talk for a second about getting clients in it and the people that have maybe come to you so far um, and what that experience has been like for you so far. Um, Yeah, um, I'm very lucky to have a friend who has a business um, where she puts on events for moms. And so she was one of my first clients and she really um, suggests my program to a lot of people. So the clients that I've had since then are members of her business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ha- I got a client before I even launched the program, mm-hmm. um, which has been really good. And then yeah. Well, I think you bring up such a good point that, you know, it doesn't, marketing is not always about like your personal efforts. It's also about like connecting with the right people, like getting experiences to put you in front of other communities. You know, um, the fact that you've been able to hook up with this friend of yours who has already basically like your ideal clients just sitting there mm-hmm. waiting and maybe she offers something different than you offer. It's almost the perfect match for you to come in and, you know, offer some, you know, I think you did like a free workshop for them. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So to kind of like give some of your expertise and advice over and then hopefully have that exchange of clients coming your way. I think, you know, case in point that worked for you kind of right off the bat. And that might be where for some of your first clients come some of more of those like warm Um, warm leads, you know, people who have heard about you because of this person and maybe feel more confident in taking the plunge to work with you because it's a referral, right? And I don't know about you, but referrals for me always trump, you know, learning about someone and not knowing anything about them. I'd much rather get a referral from someone else. So I think that that has served you really well. And I know you and I have talked about more opportunities to collaborate and get yourself in front of mom groups and and specifically this group. But I think at any, I think for any business at a point, you're probably going to run out of those like warm leads. Right. And I think this Mm -hmm. is where knowing your niche and a signature program come into play, because once you start talking to people that don't know you or don't have a background on your business, you need to be really clear about what you do and what you offer. Um, Because I think what I personally see is people get really confused Um, like nutritionists get really confused, like, well, I don't really know what it is I offer. So once you start talking to someone, you don't know how to explain that. And then somebody loses a bit of confidence and then likely they don't become a client. So I think for you, even if you do kind of hit that wall at some point where you're like, kind of run out of, you know, the friends, the family, warm leads coming from elsewhere, you know, confidently what you're offering. And you'll have some testimonials at that point to actually, um, bolster you and help you feel confident. Um, so yeah, not really, I don't really have a question there other than like, I just wanted to kind of say that I think at any point, somebody's going to hit that wall, but having these, uh, having the structure in your business is always going to help you as well. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, no, I know that I'm super um, lucky and I'm grateful to have that, to have that group because then 
it has allowed me to, I feel like it's just hard to get those like first clients. And then, you know, once like you just need someone to put their trust in you. And then once they do, like you get more confident, the more you work with people, you get more confident too. So um, I think the hardest part for me was putting myself out there and being confident in what I know. Mm -hmm. And um, so I do know I need to put myself out there more and even into my like local community and mom groups, like you said. Um, But yeah, I'm very grateful to have that first little starting point for sure. I think you're right that, you know, so many people can get super nervous about the fact that like nobody wants to join, but then they get that one client and that one client makes the biggest world of difference. You feel so like validated. And I think it just creates that excitement where it can feel like, I don't know, personally, sometimes, you know, if nobody's joined yet, it can almost feel like you're like, uh, I don't know if needy is the right word, but you're just putting out like, it's like more desperation and the energy is more like, Oh my God, somebody please join. And then once that person joins, it's almost like everything shifts and you're like, okay, I've got this, like this feels good, but it's like such a lesson in trusting that that person's going to come in. Um, and then remembering too, that at some point, like I've mentioned, there might be a dip because you've gone through all those people that are in your warm network. So it's like almost Mm -hmm. like holding the energy and remembering it's like, okay, you just got to get that first person outside of the group of people who, you know, and it's almost just this process of continuously believing in yourself and like having that validation built inside you, knowing to keep going and keep sharing, even if no one's coming in at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So To finish off, I would love to just um, ask you and have you share with us, what are some programs you love using in your business? I know you mentioned CapCut for more like video and Instagram, TikTok, but what are some of the other things you've been using and loving? Um, So I do use Practice Better and I did go through a little like um, just being unsure of whether I should use that or not. And I started to get like Calendly set up and then trying to figure out how people would um, sign their forms and it would just have created so much more work and a lot more um, like four different programs whereas practice better can do that all in one so I, I decided to just stick with practice better and that's I'm glad that I did um, for email marketing I use Flowdesk and when anyone asks me about it I'm like yes you need to use Flowdesk because it's so easy Um, I get lots of compliments on my newsletter just saying that it's really pretty. I have this one girl that I know that will just say to to everybody, you just need to sign up for her newsletter just because it's really pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it does make a difference, right? When it's easy to read and yeah. Yeah. Visually appealing. And um, so, yeah, that's Flowdesk. And then I use um, use Zoom for my um, client sessions. Mm -hmm. And... What else do I use? I can't remember if you use a meal planning platform. Oh, yes. I have that clean life. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Do you so I don't really offer uh, meal plans for my clients, but I do do recipe bundles. So, uh, yeah, it's been good for that. And I know you also have some um, like recipe bundles on sale um, on a shop page, you know, kind of utilizing yeah. that membership you have with the meal planning platform. Do you think at this point in business, like everything you've done because you're, because you're new and probably the expenses are adding up. Like, do you feel like you're getting a return on your investment using some of these platforms or do you still feel like you're almost in that trust and believe stage where you're like, okay, I'm paying a lot of out of pocket. And I know at some point it's going to bring a return in. And I just have to trust that 
that like me putting the money out right now will bring more money back in. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there right now. Like, um, you know, until you have like a steady or even just like one client a month, it seems like those expenses are, it's just so much because you don't have anybody, but really, if you think about it, like it doesn't really cost that much Mm -hmm. if you're like working on a regular basis. Right. So, um, yeah, that clean life is definitely one that I, I'm still kind of like, cause I don't do meal plans. So I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'll keep that, but you pay for it for the year. So I'm like, I have a year to decide mm-hmm. if I'm going to stay with that. Um, I also paid for branding because to me, just, I didn't want everything to look super DIY. I wanted it to, to mm-hmm. look really professional and something that I was really proud of. So I used, um, Shea at Virtual Balance for that. And then I also got my um like contract templates mm-hmm. from um Sharon at TL is it TLC? TLC, the TLC Soros or legal TLC. Yeah. Yes, it goes by both. Yeah. So I yeah. got that as well. That's amazing. So, um I think I probably, you know, investment wise, I feel like I invested more than I probably needed to just to get started, but I had a certain vision that I wanted to um, uh, really create. And so I think, I think it's all been worth it for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the branding looks amazing. I know you, you feel confident you have like all your kind of client system set up now. We, we, um, got everything into practice better. Um, and yeah, I think it's just like learning, you know, maybe like you use certain programs, um, and then you grow out of them at some point, I know, or maybe at like some point, um, you either upgrade or you downgrade. Like, I think just business is always changing. I know personally, I was using this one program um, and then recently looked and was like, oh, I could, I could downgrade. I think the program was like a thousand dollars a year. And I was like, oh, I could actually be spending $400 and downgraded. But I thought I needed the more premium features until I used it for a year and was like, oh, I never used any of these features. So sometimes you almost have to take that jump and make that investment when you don't yeah. really know and then kind of scale things back. Um, but I think just at the end of the day, like your perspective is right. Like um, investing in it, it is a business and it is going to take money to run. And I do see, again, maybe one of the mistakes I see a lot of nutritionists making is like, um, and again, I want to preface this by saying everybody has a different budget. We need to be like, mm-hmm. you know, if we need to be um, shoot on a shoestring budget, like that's fine. But some people almost pull it back so much that then there's like 10 different links they're sending to their client to sign up because they're trying to do it yeah. in this like DIY way. And that can be really, I guess, um, a turnoff, <laughs> I guess, uh, lack of a better word, you know, because things are not as streamlined as they could be. So sometimes it's just looking yeah. at that return on investment, spending a bit more to have like a very professionally set up business or whatever that might look like. So I'm glad you've yeah. kind of like questioned things to see, do I really need this? And then at the end of the day, kind of like, brought back in the things that maybe are best for you and your clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's good to put yourself in the client's shoes as well and, and kind of um, look at your business from that point of view. And like, what does it look like from the client? Is it, is it professional? Like, are they going to feel like, you know what you're doing? Like, I feel like all, all of that kind of matters. So um, yeah, like you said, everyone has a different budget, but I think there is that point where, um, you have to ask yourself, like, is not investing a hindrance now? Mm -hmm. 
or stopping me. Yeah, it's it's such a, t- I mean, that's a whole conversation. Perhaps I'll even do something on the podcast talking all about investing in your business. But I know mm-hmm. like there's some things that will pay off big time, right? And some things that won't. And it's, it's, it's a risk, right? It's all a risk when it comes to this. Like it's none of this is guaranteed, right? So um, I think it's just finding what works best for you, what you're comfortable with, but knowing there's got to be a bit of an edge there where you might have to make investments that feel slightly uncomfortable in hopes that at one day, even if it's not immediate, I mean, I've joined programs before that like years later have paid off tenfold, but at the time, maybe I didn't have the capacity to like fully go through it and fully get my money's worth. So I think, yeah, it's just all about perspective and doing what feels best to you. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. Well, this has been fun. It's been really nice to have you on and um, hear from you. Of course. And, and to hear all about kind of the reasoning of going back to school, starting the business, seeing how you've been able to balance it with um, being a mom and um, having a family. And I, I really love your approach of like, just kind of like scheduling things on certain days to be really um, organized with your time. I think you are definitely really great at that. So it's nice to hear from you and your experience about that. And then to hear about um, creating your business and all the signature program work you've done. So um, yeah, this has definitely been helpful. And I think um, a lot of people are going to get a lot out of this conversation and maybe see themselves in your process as well. So thanks for being so transparent and, and sharing about your experience. Yeah, of course. Anytime. I'm glad to, I'm glad to help. And if anyone ever wants to reach out and ask whatever, like I'm, I'm an open book. So. Perfect. Yeah. Well, um, that being said, where can people find you online? And um, maybe if you just for a second uh, want to share where people can find you like on your website and maybe talk about your signature program for a moment too. Oh yeah. Um, well, my website is www.purelyplantiful.ca. And it's the same on Instagram. It's purely plantiful. So you can DM me there. Um, and yeah, my signature program is the 12 week nutrition program for moms. So as you said, I help busy moms ditch dieting, have more energy and uh, finally feel good in their body. So in my program, we kind of go through three pillars, um, being nutrition basics, uh, your relationship with food and then stress, sleep and movement. Um, just to get moms just feeling better and having more energy. And I really want to help them find a balance with food that allows them to not have to diet anymore. So you can have your cake um, and not feel guilty about it. So, yeah, yeah. And then I do take, I do take a plant, a plant focused um, uh, approach. So definitely, you know, there's a lot about um, eating more plants and how to incorporate that more into the diet to help, help you feeling good. And also, I just want to shout out, um, I know you're like newly getting into the blogging game, but um, you're doing a great job. And, you know, if anybody's looking for, uh, if you're a busy mom looking for resources around uh, nutrition and your energy, um, definitely check out Donine's blog um, or send it to your clients. I think, honestly, they're really great resources that I think are going to help so many people. So definitely check. Thank you out. And I'll put all of her links in the show notes if you want to check it out and learn more about Donine and her business. Thanks so much for coming. It's been so fun. Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.